Greetings, Rare Ones, and welcome to the Rare Birds Emerging Markets Podcast. I am your host, Joanne A. Hamilton. This show is an exploration of the problems and solutions, ideas and concepts, growth and development, nuance and complexity behind emerging market startup ecosystems. Each season, I share unique conversations filled with stories from early stage founders, ecosystem builders, investors, and innovators from the front lines of global change and innovation. You will gain fresh perspective and insights, as well as learn from those on the ground who are creating the shifts and driving the action. The Rare Birds Emerging Markets Podcast is a part of the Rare Birds family of podcasts. You can find all our podcasts, TV, magazine, and additional resources by visiting our platform at www.rarebirdshq.com. The Rarebirds platform is on a mission to share the ingenuity occurring across emerging markets, one story at a time. We're here to help you as you journey along the ever-changing environment in emerging markets. We're not in the Rwanda kind of where you know, the, everything has ended and, you know, you're you are moving to places. Somalia is still in the transition from a failed state to a proper government. Even though the small brands will never compete in price, what we've been seeing is that uh, they can compete on, on story. And for us, what we do, we are storytellers. You know, it's also the kind of tea that you're making and the kind of name that you've kind of created in the market Mm. Uh, which is uh, which you kind of value with all your heart and soul. You just say, you know, let's change Africa or a solution for Africa or, or something like that because um, it's really just, just dopamine driven conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. It just doesn't really make sense to talk about a solution for Africa because Africa, Africa is not really, there is no one solution that works for Africa. Right now, um, we believe that the robotic arm, especially, is the type of robot that can help solve many problems, not only in one sector, but in different sectors around the continent at the same time. It can be a big problem for market. And sometimes in these markets too, you know, scaling doesn't happen overnight. It takes, you don't build an application over a year or two years, scale to like maybe a 600,000 or 1 million customers. It doesn't happen that way. It really takes a while. People are, people really are carefully spending the few dollars they have. Welcome back to the continuation of Series 10, 54 Days Across Africa, a collaboration with Ghana's Startup Lounge Africa. Startup Lounge Africa is a platform designed to encourage sustainable and collaborative growth of startups in Ghana and across the African continent. Their most recent initiative, Utana Africa, is a platform designed with an all-in-one solution to facilitate sustainable and exponential growth processes for African businesses. The 54 Days Across Africa tour is aimed at highlighting startups from across the African continent. We're now on the East Africa block of the tour and you will hear me in conversation with seven startup founders hailing from Ethiopia, Kenya, South Sudan, Rwanda, Malawi, and lastly, Uganda. If you have not already done so, please listen in to the previous episodes, numbers 198 through 202, to hear from the founders of Startup Lounge Africa, Prince and Samuel, as well as to listen in to some of the startups featured in the West Africa block of the tour. So from our data left, getting into the data, mining the data, we did realize that uh, there's a need for an artificial intelligence a capability tech commands that can help customers simply solve these problems without even them getting to the store. Then we have orthopedic. These have to do with bones. If you break a limb, uh, what kind of product do you need for your elbow or for your knee? Um, yeah, for different joints have different orthopedic products. When we first came up with this event planning business, our main aim was become the biggest event planner in Africa. And after achieving that, we can promote Africans' culture, Africans' talent, and Africans', Africans heritage to the global audience. That's why we want to join the event planning business. 
so we really got interested from there. Uh, we told them about tech, so the deaf were like, they really got excited. They told us, ah, if you guys are really doing something about tech, why can't you just come and start working with us? Because we've been wanting someone who can assist us, especially on the technical bit. So we are growing, uh, we are babies, but we will continue to grow as, as a nation. And I believe that going forward five, six years from now, we'll, we'll have a different Malawi. We, we also train them on to how they can respond to the customers, how they can respond to these uh, to, 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 to deliveries that they're supposed to do. So it is them, it is the riders and the passengers telling them where they wanted this to go and where they wanted you know, their, their, their delivery to be. And we are rebuilding the all-in-one platform uh, for freelancing, uh, outsourcing, remote working alongside with talent development and workforce management solutions for businesses and African talents. Greetings, cast, and welcome to the Rarebirds Emerging Markets Podcast. Uh, yes, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Yeah, Kast, it's great to have I'm you on the show. Here. Yes, so yes, Kast, tell us where, where are you calling in from? Where are you based? Tell everybody. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, on the East Africa, in the Horn of Africa, Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. Fantastic. So we are speaking to you in Addis in Ethiopia. Excited to have you join us to share the story of your startup with us. So before we jump into your startup journey, please just tell us who you are, your background, where you come, like where do you come from, like specifically in in Addis and, uh, you know, more details about you, the person. Yes. Okay. First of all, uh, thank you again for having me. This means a lot. I'm Kass, and I'm, as I told you, I'm from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and I, I, I born in Addis Ababa. I'm 26, and we, me and my friends, we are five childhood friends, and we are organizing events since high school. We just organizing day parties. We are organizing carnivals. We organize some school events, and when we were jumped to campus, we were. Uh, we were joining Adigrat University, and after we are joining the campus, we have practicing a lot on the event industry, and we practice a lot by sharing a lot of cultures, knowing a lot of great peoples, and expressing the event industry on the campus. And when we were on the campus, we are organizing a good event. We work with a good influential artists on that local place, and after we leave the campus, we decided to make an event management company and work on the event management uh, formally. And then we get a license and we get all our legal documents after we back uh, from the campus. And uh, it's, been, it's been four years since we started this business after, after we are back from the campus. And it's been a great journey. And after the pandemic hit, you know, the COVID-19 came, we were stuck with our events, and that's when we came up with our platform. We have a platform with application and websites. Now we can stream and sell tickets to the global audience. You know, uh, the pandemic teach us a lot. The pandemic teach us with the technology. And right now we are working on event management, streaming, and ticketing opportunities with our platforms. Okay, great. So. Tell us, what is it like to build an event management platform? Okay, first of all, when we decided to join the event management business, just first of all, we were just only young fellows. We we were only just five childhood vendors, and we were only just organizing some only some small events with students or with our school facilities or with our families or some kind of carnival. So. Uh, it shows us a lot, which means it, it, it can be a good potential because there, uh, we, on everyday life, there are a lot of events happening. Our lives are full of events. There are weddings, there are celebrations, there are musics, there are a lot of events happening in our lives. So when we were working on the event businesses, just 
just hustling and just doing some small small event management businesses, we see the potential because you're going to meet a lot of sponsors, you're going to meet a lot of partners, you're going to meet a lot of influential people, and you're going to meet a lot of new experience for your life. And we decided to to join the event planning business and we jumped to getting some license and getting some legal documents because we need legal documents for approaching sponsors and for getting some kind of financial support for our events. So uh, that's why we decided to join the event business because and the first priority was we want to promote our country and Africa. As you know, in Africa and in Ethiopia, there are a lot of cultures, a lot of talents, a lot of celebrations to be shared to the global audience. And when we first came up with this event planning business, our main aim was to become the biggest event planner in Africa. And after achieving that, we can promote Africans' culture, Africans' talent, and Africans' African heritage to the global audience. That's why we want to join the event planning business. Right, definitely. Now, do you focus on particular types of events? Do you have a niche? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, we were only organizing just some musical music events, and we just have only some music nights, and we are only working with artists. But after we came up with our platform, our platform is capable of a lot of services. Like the main aim of our platform is for streaming and ticketing opportunities, which means you can stream your meeting, your conference. You, the content is going to be not only from case events. You can stream your events from anywhere. Like if you, if you are in Kenya or if you are in, in South Africa or if you are in Europe, you can contact us. You can contact case events and you can stream your content with our platforms. And if you want to sell tickets and if you want to monetize yourself more, you can sell tickets for your audience. You can sell tickets for local attendees or you can sell tickets for your global audience. Local attendees can get VIP tickets so they can get barcodes so they can attend in person. They can attend the show in person and experience the events. But if they are not in the local area or if, if they can't attend the event in person, they can purchase a virtual ticket from our platform and attend virtual. So before the pandemic came, as I told you, we were only event management company. So we, we organize only local events. We work with some artists and that's, that's all. But after the pandemic hits, when we came up with our platform, our potential is going vast. So we can stream our events to the global audience. We can, we can help Africans to stream and sell tickets for the global audience. So with our platform, it's not only only our events it's also helping african artists to to help them sharing their culture sharing their talent sharing their heritage to the global audience with the help of live streaming and with that live streaming you got an opportunity to monetize yourself with the global audience you can monetize yourself with local attendees and you can also monetize yourself with the global audience so it's all in one platform so, which means our events are not only presented by case events. We, we also help a lot of Africans, young and influential artists to show their talent, heritage, and cultures. Right. So they can also hire you directly to host and manage events for them, right? Yes, yes. Like uh, uh, most Africans and most developing countries, artists are using YouTube or Facebook or other streaming opportunities for for their events. But with our platform, you don't have to just stream to YouTube, to Facebook or other streaming opportunities. Just only contact us. You're going to open your OBS as you are contacting your YouTube server. So as you doing, as you are doing your streaming with YouTube is the same on our platform. You're just going to give your stream key to our platform and you're going to stream it. So uh, otherwise, uh, there are other, other other live streaming platforms other than Facebook or other than YouTube, but they they cost subscription model or they cost us some money or monthly cost or yearly cost. So with, but with our platform, they, you're going to contact us. So we're going to clarify 
we're going to clarify your event. We're going to clarify your content, what's your content, what's your streaming about, and we're going to check all the details. And after that, if you are selling ticket, we just only going to take some commissions. We're going to take only some percent because we are purchasing some tickets. We just are, we have a, a payment systems like PayPal and other local digital payment systems. So you just, you just have only take, give us only some commissions and we're going to help you for streaming and selling tickets to the local and to the global audience. Right. So you do, you're doing event management, streaming, you, you do ticketing as well. Yeah. Yes. And you do, yes, of course. You do and, uh, mm -hmm. yes, but in our, in, in our platform, we, it's not only about streaming and ticketing. We also have, uh, as you see, we also have a gallery placement and a podcast placement. On the gallery placement, our plan is to put videos and images of tourist destinations. As you know, there are a lot of tourist destinations in Africa. So our plan is to put videos and some image on the gallery place. And so anyone can, can experience, experience the tourist destinations on their comfort zone. Our plan is now we are, we are approaching some investors for experiencing some virtual experience. So on the gallery on, and on the event places, attendees can experience the event with virtual reality, which means they can wear their, they can wear VR devices, they can wear VR glasses on their home and they can attend the events and also they can see the videos we are, we, which are, we are putting on the galleries. So they can see the street destination of Africans, the culture of Africans. It's not only street destination, it's music, it's culture, it's a lot of potential uh, features on our platform. So you got, uh, as, as, a, as a user, you're going to use our platforms for to get streaming opportunities, to get getting opportunities also to to figure out tourist destinations in Africa. Right. Before we dive into the platform, the the intricacies of the platform itself, you mentioned that a lot changed since the pandemic. Can you talk a little bit about the kind of changes you've experienced? Yes, as I told you before the pandemic hit, we were only organizing events. So our plan were to to make a big festivals, to make the biggest reggae festivals in Ethiopia. As you know, Ethiopia is related to reggae. Ethiopia is just the motherland of reggae, as you know. So we wanna use this advantage to promote Ethiopia and to promote Africa with this reggae culture. So our plan was to make a big festivals, to make a big reggae festivals in Addis Ababa. So when we are getting a lot of global audience coming to Ethiopia, our plan was to use this audience to promote us, promote Ethiopia, and to experience a lot of festivals in Africa and other countries. But when the pandemic hit, we can't organize events and we can't we can't we can't step out from our house even not 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 we're not considering organizing a big festival because of the pandemic. So the pandemic hit us a lot and we went to move to the digital environment. That's when we came up to the, our platform. So we made our platform with application and websites to stream our events. First, the first priority was to stream only our events to our, our audience. As you know, there are a lot of Ethiopian diasporas and African diasporas who are lived outside of their country. There are a lot of Ethiopians and Africans who are lived in states, in Europe, and in Israel, and a lot of countries. So our first plan was to reach them. So to stream our events, to stream our cultures, and to, to monetize it, streaming and monetize it. But uh, the pandemic teaches us a lot. So in our platform, it's, it's a digital platform, so you, you can... The sky is the limit. You can add a lot of features. You can add a lot of codes to your platform and add a lot of services. So first, we only think to stream our events to the global audience. But after that, we think that why not? Why Africans stream with our platform and share their culture and monetize themselves? So the pandemic teaches us a lot. So with our platform, now anyone can stream and sell tickets with our platform. So uh, Thanks to the pandemic, it teaches us a lot, and 
move to the global audience quickly. Yeah, so it sounds like obviously there's there's an Ethiopian element, whether in Ethiopia or in the Ethiopian diaspora. But it sounds like you are also open to just the the continent, the African continent, and African uh, artists and uh, music from other parts of the continent as well. Yes, of course. In our in our plan, we have we have some streaming events. The first is Smile Africa live session. On this Smile Africa live session, we are inviting African artists to perform. This event is happening once a month, which means in this month, if an Ethiopian artist performs and if this Ethiopian artist share his culture, his talent, his heritage, and monetize himself globally, the next man is going to be from Kenya or from Tanzania, from Uganda, or from other African countries, which which means this Smile Africa live session going to be cover African artists. So with this event, it's going to be happen at the same time, at the same day, once a month. And so, so attendees can can enjoy African artists, can enjoy African culture, African cultures from their comfort zone or by attending in person. And uh, the second is it's Zion Reggae Live Session. As I told you, Zion Reggae Live Session is it's a reggae live session, and we are inviting a lot of reggae artists from Africa and from Caribbean artists. So we're gonna promote them. We're gonna promote young artists, and also we're gonna help influential African artists to promote themselves to the global audience and monetize themselves globally. So our third event is it's just a jazz night. It, it does just night, and it's the same as the other events. It's a stream with our platform once a month, and we also invite African artists and a lot of jazz artists in our platform so they can stream, share, and monetize themselves. But uh, as I mentioned, I think I talk a lot about only music events, but with our events, there are live circus, live comedies, live interviews, meetings, and a lot of, a lot of live events are happening so as I, as i mentioned our uh, with our platform now we are approaching a lot of african artists it's our first plan to to help africans by sharing and monetizing themselves to the global audience also we have a plan to join to the global market by by adding a virtual experience as i told you is a lot of platforms are moving to the metaverse and as you see NFTs are booming a lot, and uh, I think the next NFT platforms and the music industry are changing a lot. So artists are now on themselves. Now artists are just on the hand of their fans. As you see, the blockchain and the NFTs artists are moving from big record levels to to just for the for their fans. So fans are helping artists to monetize themselves. So that's what we do with our platform. We have planned to experience a virtual reality and also add a blockchain industry to our platform. That's our next next plan to join the global market. But right now, we are working on Africans for streaming and monetizing opportunities. Sounds exciting. And you mentioned beyond music uh, within Africa, there's so many different types of events, right? There's sporting events. Yes. There's religious yeah. events. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. Yes. Outside of me. But music is obviously a big, a big, 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 big genre in uh, well, the music industry and all the genres in music generally is quite big. So what I want to talk about now is the plat- the platform itself. So it's an app, right? Yes, it's, it's okay. on Play Store and our, our websites. Okay, great. So just kind of talk us through how that works, like the technical side of things. So we go to the Play Store and we download the app. And then what happens yes. next? Okay, first, after you download the app, just it's 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 the homepage. And as uh, first, you see case events and uh, you're going to create accounts. Uh, you're going to sign up with your email address. And after you sign up, the first thing coming up on your homepage is our our events, the, our upcoming events, which means our upcoming events are listed uh, listed on the homepage. And you're gonna select your event. After you select your event, you're gonna get an 
two opportunities. The first opportunity is getting uh, <clears throat> uh, getting the virtual ticket, and the next the next opportunity is getting VIP ticket. So, as as I mentioned first, first you have to select your event. You're gonna select book. You're gonna click the book button, and after you click the book button, you're gonna get a full detail of the events where the events happen, at what time the events happen, and all the details. After you see all the details, the first thing coming is a VIP ticket. After you click the VIP ticket, it's going to say, if you buy VIP ticket, you will get a digital barcode ticket, which allows you to attend in person and virtually. So when you use this one, you're going to press continue, and you have options. You have you have PayPal, you have AMOLED, and other HelloCash and other digital payment systems. We have PayPal, an international payment system. So you're gonna use your payment systems. After you you done your payment systems, if you are buying a VIP ticket, you are you gonna you're gonna click back and you are going to ticket place. When you press ticket, you're gonna see your barcode. But if you wanna attend virtually, you're gonna press the button which is which which is said virtual ticket. So when you're gonna press that, it, it says that with this payment method, you can only attend virtual. So you're gonna say continue, and you have get also digital payment systems as the VIP ticket. So after you purchase your ticket, you're gonna you're gonna press back, and you're going to my events. When you press the button of my event, you're gonna get your events to attend virtually, as you see. On YouTube or as you, as you see in Facebook, you're gonna get your streaming event. But if you if you, if you are not purchasing tickets, you will not get a barcode at twenty percent, and also you will not get you will not get your event on my events place. Just so as I told you, just easy. You wanna you wanna select your event. So and next is you gonna select are you attending in person or virtually? After you purchasing your ticket. If you are attending in person, you're gonna go to my tickets. If you are attending virtually, you're gonna go to my events and attend the events from your comfort zone. Also, right. when you press the main button, when you when you press the main the main button, there are upcoming events, my events, gallery, podcast, sponsors, my ticket, setting about us, contact us, share with your friend and logout opportunities. So if you wanna check it out, you're gonna you have you can go to Play Store and just use K E S E events. And if you want to use our website, it's just easy K E S E events.com. So you can check out all the features. Right. And do you have a tech background yourself? Did you create the app or is, is there, uh, do you have a team? It's a team of you that are working on this together. You have someone doing the tech yeah, side yeah, of things. Yeah. Yeah, as I mentioned earlier, we have we are five childhood friends. We are practicing a lot since high school, as I told you. And right. we were a childhood friends. We are five friends, and I am the CEO and the founder. The other one is the co-founder and the marketing manager. The other okay. one is the co-founder and the production manager. The other one is the co-founder and the marketing manager. The last one is the co-founder and the programmer. So we are five childhood friends on the team. So it's still the same group of people, like you had mentioned at, at the beginning. It's still still the same core group. Yes. Oh, wonderful. That's yes, great. Yes. Okay. Yes, but when we are when we are in campus, I study mechanical and the other uh, the two the two my two of my friends study marketing, one of my friends study management, and one of the one of the programmers study computer engineering. So that's why we came up all five together and share share our experience and our our learn. Right, right. Now you mentioned um, that you'd like to get into the metaverse and blockchain. Will that be integrated yes. also in terms of payments, making payments? Yes, Ticketing? thank you, Kami. Uh, as, you know, yes, yes, yes. As you know, I think. As you are in blockchain, you know NFTs. NFTs yes. are the new way of the new way of artists. Artists are now own their arts, also mm -hmm. share ownership of their arts, also 
uh, as uh, as you as you know, metaverse is a new way of streaming opportunities. So artists can stream live on the metaverse. So our next plan is we already done our research and we already done our project, and now we are approaching investors for helping us to implement this technology. So as I told you, on the ticketing systems, we're gonna have a, a blockchain opportunity and also we're going to have a streaming, a live streaming opportunity on a metaverse after, uh, as you know, it, it needs a lot of cost and it needs a lot of budget. That's why we are approaching investors to experience the metaverse and the blockchain ticketing system. Right. So you're you're speaking with uh, with investors right now, it seems, or you're, you, you're planning on it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're already speaking to investors, as you know, uh, in our country, there are some some situations we have uh, that uh, I'm deadly sure we're gonna pass it and we're gonna rise from these problems. And uh, right now, uh, a lot of the investors are not investing in our country because of our situation. So our plan right. is reaching our diaspora community. Uh, there are a lot of Ethiopian diaspora and African diaspora who are lived outside of Ethiopia. And as our platform is, it is. A digital platform which means you don't have to come here or you don't have to practice in here it's just a digital platform so you can you can you can run the digital platform from anywhere so it's hard right now to get investors to invest on our platform but we are really working hard and hopefully we're gonna get our investment and experience our plans right and people should know are uh, you are the first you, it's you're the it's the first kind of uh, uh, of live stream platform event in Ethiopia, right? Is that correct? You're the first one. You're the yeah, only one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yes. Of course. Uh, of course. In Africa, too. In Africa, there are streaming platforms. A lot of streaming platforms, but they have a subscription model, and also they don't have ticketing systems for. Uh, some platforms are working on virtual tickets, some platforms are working on in-person tickets, and some platforms are only working on streaming. So in Africa, just I think uh, we are we are not the only one, but we are just the rare, the rare platform on Africa which are giving streaming opportunities, also ticketing for in-person and for virtual attendees, also podcast and gallery and all all one platform all one in platform right right so what are some of the challenges of building this kind of platform okay the there are a lot of challenges because as uh, as we are from developing countries there are uh, it's hard to explain for people how it works like it's it's, it's new for people in our country uh, as you know just it's 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 only sometime uh, we are practicing digital payments. Digital payments is not uh, it's just only practicing with some people. It's just uh, seen by people like a fancy thing, you know. Uh, if you are if you are if you are using online payments and if you are using the system and if you are using streaming opportunities on your house, people are seeing this like uh, it's a fancy thing and it's for rich people, but it's not. As you know, digital payments is now working in Africa. It's, it's the fastest growing business in Africa. So it's uh, we have a lot of struggling that uh, to explain people how they're gonna use our platform or how they go how and also to explain artists how they monetize themselves with our platform. You know, uh, it's it's hard because uh, as from developing countries, artists are not willing to. To practice new things because of uh, a lot of uh, reasons. So uh, it was difficult to to explain artists, to explain users uh, our platform. And the second thing is to get investments. The first, when we first create our platform, we were bootstrapped. We were raising some from our family, from our friends, from our mentors, and from our team. That's why. That's when we built. The flat, the platform. After we build the platform, we have a lot of struggling for reaching investment because, as we are from developing countries, it's hard to pay for for 
for play stores it's hard to pay for digital marketings as you know to pay for your facebook for your instagram or for other social media advertisements you have you have to, you have to get some paypal account or some payment options so it's hard to get digital marketings from developing countries uh, we have to pay more uh, for agencies or we have to find some families from the states or from europe to pay us this uh, incentives and uh, start the digital marketing so the first thing uh, we are facing as i told you is explaining artists and users how our platform going to help them and the second thing is uh, reaching investments and uh, practicing in uh, the <coughs> reaching investment reach investment you have to show them some metrics you have to show some users you have to show something but in our country in our country as example as i told you it's hard to make digital marketing but as as our platform is, is a digital platform we have to make digital marketing uh, if you are doing digital marketing we can reach our target customer we can promote our events and so on but in our country it's hard to pay this uh, payments and that's uh, that slow slow us down a little and uh, i think these are the main challenges we uh, faced yeah both of what you've just mentioned are common themes that i've heard before uh your first mention on just uptake and adoption is it's something i hear consistently uh how do we get people to to use this uh educating people adoption is very slow it's very new people are accustomed to doing it in a particular way so you have to spend a lot of time educating the user getting them to see the value getting them to see how it will help them how make their life easier etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah 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 and then of course there's always the problem of of funding i want to ask you something though do you um do you sort of incorporate any kind of uh i guess educate like what do you do to solve this problem of of getting people to use it the sort of educating people how do you go about doing that is that something that you do or you think you're going to have to incorporate that in your strategy long term if you want to get more users on the platform yes using okay. the uh right yes right now uh, what we are doing is uh, as we are in the business for almost three years we are already meet a lot of potential artists we have working with uh, with a good young artists and with some influential people in our country also uh, in some african countries and as i'm as uh, as you see on our on our facebook and instagram page we have some kind of events with julia marley julia right. marley is a son of Pomali uh, and uh, he's a big influential artist in the reggae industry and so uh, our plan at this time is by reaching this kind of artists we are con- convincing them to, to perform with our platforms and monetize themselves and so uh, as uh, as you know most advertisement and most marketing strategies are work- working well with celebrities if celebrities are talking about platform or if, if celebrities are posting post something on their timeline is uh, about your platform uh, users can get excited also users can motivated to use our platform so our first plan is uh, we have already working with the like I guess the is the Grammy award winner uh, he's working uh, with Bomali since uh, since that time and he's influential person not only in Ethiopia also in the reggae music is the one contacting us Julia Marley so by using the Legacy and other some influential artists in our country we have we have done some good streaming events with them so we are now approaching some users we are now convincing users for using our, our platform uh, the main priority of our platform is our contents are not from kseven our contents are from our artists so users are buying tickets and users are using our platform not because of kseven they're going to use the platform because they want the content they want the artists so right now we are using 
influential artists to promote our platform. And as I mentioned earlier, we have already working on Smile Africa live sessions, Zion Reggae live sessions, Jazz Nights, and uh, some interesting live streaming shows. So with these shows, we are going to invite artists from Africa and from Caribbean and from a lot of countries. So I think uh, this is the good strategy for reaching our attendees, for reaching users and for for scaling up our business. Yeah. So do you think long term you will almost become like a quasi artist management platform? Because it sounds like you are developing your strategies to develop relationships with the artists so it'll be artist driven so people won't come just to book tickets at a one-off they're coming because they know this is my favorite artist and if i want to learn about him or see him or what have you i can come to this event management platform to see where my favorite artist is going to be at any particular time or or what have you what have you so it's like you're almost doing sort of like a artists management platform management kind of uh of of a of a system does that make sense yeah 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 that, that, yes that makes sense but uh, in artist management uh, first uh, to manage artists it have to be young artists or some artists who need to boost up or who need to scale up his performance skill or his ability or his enrichment of an audience but mm. To manage, uh, to manage an influential artist, it's hard because they already have some some channels and some kind of management. But what we are wishing to this kind of big artists is just we we organize our our events. As I mentioned earlier, uh, like when we organize Smile Africa, it's our event. It's presented by KSA Events, which means we are gonna approach sponsors. We're gonna sell tickets. So by by the revenues we get, we're gonna pay the artists. Either it's an influential artist or it's a young artist. It doesn't matter if 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 we can't pay them or if we if you if we can't cover the expenses or if you if you can't pay the influential artist, fine not. They're gonna work with us and they're gonna stream their event with our platforms. That's the main priority we are working right now because. Uh, as in our platform, uh, there are a lot of interesting sponsorship opportunities. The sponsorship can boost their image, their videos, and there are a lot of marketing strategies on our platform. We have already banner edits, we have already sponsor listed, we have already gallery placement, and a lot of interesting sponsorship opportunities. So when when we are organizing our events, we're gonna pay influential artists just to perform in our platform. So. The revenue we get, the ticket we get, and everything that comes with our platform is going to be to us. But other side that, we are promoting our platform for artists, so any artist can contact us. Hey, I have an event, I want to stream it, and this content is this kind of content, and this this is the all details, and they're gonna they're gonna send us all the details of their events, so they can stream, they can sell their they can stream their events and they can sell tickets with our platform. At that at that time, we gonna only take some commission charge. So it's two two ways. We are working on two ways. We are organizing our events. We are approaching artists to perform with our platforms. So there are two ways. Right. And artists are always trying to find new platforms and new and innovative ways to reach different audiences. So they're always going to be happy to try out this platform where they can reach more people, etc. Yeah. And and show their yeah, work. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course, for Africans, we have a lot to share. We have a lot to talk. We have a lot uh, to explain our feelings. So artists have play a big role for sharing what's happening on their country, for sharing what's their tourist destination, for sharing what's happening and what cultures, what, what, what kind of talents are in their country. So in Africa, as I told you, it's really hard to stream, to sell tickets and mm -hmm. to get a global audience. But with our platform, we make it easy. We're going to help artists from strategy to implementation. As I told you, Thanks to God, we are now connecting with big influential artists with the reggae side. Uh, as I told you, uh, 
me and my childhood friends are really connected with the reggae industry because of a lot of influential people. As I told you, we pass our times with a lot of reggae artists. And as, as you see, reggae is all about peace, all about unity, and all about love. So we want to share this message. We want to share about about love, we want to share about unity, and we want to share the true destination of Africa to the global audience. So I think it's the new way of streaming educating opportunities in Africa. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Really interesting stuff. Really interesting stuff. So to wrap up, what uh, lessons would you like to share with us uh, that you've learned from your entrepreneurial journey thus far? You've been doing this for three years. Uh, you're the first. You're the only one in Ethiopia. You're growing. You're getting bigger. Obviously, three is that you're still a baby. You're still growing. Much more to come. So what have you have you yeah. learned thus far from your journey that you'd like to share with our rare ones who are listening in? Yes, yes. The first thing I learned is not only about me, me and my childhood friends learn a lot on this journey. As I told you, we were working on DJing, on organizing events since high school. We know it's our interest. We know we want to do something on this on this event planning business. So the first thing is figure out what do you want. Like uh, me and my childhood friends are always working on music, always working on promoting Africans, always working on some cultures. That's what we interested us. And uh, the first uh, thing we came up and the first thing we decided uh, it's really necessary is that decided what do you want? Decided what you want to do, what you want to make change, where you want to make change. And the second thing is consistency. And as I told you, we have faced a lot of challenges on this journey. Uh, when the COVID-19 came and when the pandemic hit, uh, we were already stuck. And at that time, we have already organizing the biggest reggae concert in Ethiopia. And it was on February 6th. It was on Bomarli's birthday. February 8th was Bomarli's birthday, and we want to celebrate it with the big events on that time. But when we are start selling tickets and promoting the event, the pandemic hits. But when the pandemic hits, we, we have to pay back the tickets, we have to uh, pay back the sponsors, and we have already in a bad situation, and it was a bad time. But at that time, we didn't give up. We didn't just sit on our house and cry. We, we just just make some research we just make some some we we ask some our mentors we done some research and we came up with streaming and ticketing opportunities why not we are streaming it with our platform and then sell tickets for the global audience that's at that time uh, we were not giving up we were uh, we have we have a big hope as i told you we have a big plan to make a big festivals to make a big reggae concerts in Ethiopia, in Africa. And that plans that plan can be done if we are quitting. So at that time we don't we not just uh, we not blame the pandemic. We have to we have to find other kind of opportunities. So that opportunity was amazing. It's it was the it was big opportunity in streaming. Streaming is just, it's big. Ticketing is just big. You know, there are a lot of music concerts, a lot of events happening in the world. So it's, it's uh, we can get a nice market share from this event. So uh, these are the basic things we learn from our journey. The first thing is finding what you want, finding where you want to change. And the second thing is consistency. And the third thing is just don't give up and find other kind of new opportunities. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that's really, really good. And thank you so much for sharing that. It was a real pleasure to speak with you. And thank you for sharing your wonderful journey with us. It was really interesting to have this conversation with you. I, I did have a conversation in the past 
with uh, someone else uh, who is uh, also building or was building an e-commerce platform based in Ghana. Um, it was it's really interesting to hear how different people are 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 taking different approaches and and you know how just how different people are working in in this industry. So it's really great to talk to you and thank you so much for sharing with us. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. It means a lot. And and I want to thank you. Thank, I want to give a shout out for you for giving uh, an entrepreneurs this kind of opportunities for speaking our journey to the global audience. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I love it. <laughs> yes, I love you. speaking to the entrepreneurs from all across the emerging markets. These stories are really, really important to share. There is somebody yes. out there listening in who needs to hear exactly what you just shared and who knows what they'll go off and do because they heard what you said, right? So it's really important. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course, you're right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. Rare Ones, thanks for listening in to Series 10, 54 Days Across Africa, in collaboration with Ghana's Startup Lounge Africa. I look forward to being with you again next week as we continue hearing from some of the startups featured on the East Africa block of the tour. In the meantime, visit the Kutana Africa platform at www.kutanaafrica.com. If you enjoyed this conversation, do share it with your friends. Visit the Rare Birds platform to learn and hear more from startups in emerging markets. Download our podcast episodes by visiting the website at www.rebirdshq.com. You can also listen in via iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Join our growing global community of rare ones by subscribing to our weekly newsletter on our website and visit our shop to purchase some rare gear for yourself or as a gift for your friends. Thanks again for listening in. And until next time, rare ones, bye for now.